0: welcome to the mary gostolo girl ahead podcast the weekly unique insight into luxury hospitality around the world by those who know it best produced by allmont global and brought to you by jetx upgrade to a class above first and enjoy the freedom of travel with jetx a global leader in private aviation inspired by luxury beyond compare Wherever you wish to fly, JetX can take you there in utmost safety, comfort and style, at your own schedule and pace. Whether on business or leisure, the world is yours to enjoy with JetX.
1: I'm in for a treat. I'm going to be talking Italy with Cristiano Rinaldi. Yes, of course, we could talk Gianluigi Buffon on Football and Armani and Gucci when it comes to fashion, or Giacomo, Conterno, Barolo, 2013. We're also, however, going to be talking about and concentrating on Capella, the hotel brand, the hotel group that sounds a little bit Italian, but actually... It's based in Singapore, and it's becoming a global. It and its sibling, Patina. And Cristiano Rinaldi, the president of the Capella group, is going to share some fascinating thoughts. Cristiano, how do you describe Capella today? Well,
2: um... Mary, as you know, we we just went through a change of leadership, and uh, Capella hasn't changed. You know, we still. We still embody excellence in uh, in the craft of hospitality. We're still focusing on delivering personalized and flawless and service. Uh, we certainly maintain what we have created over the years with the brand. We still work on uh, curation of you know uh, culture and experiences. We empower our colleagues to really create memorable experiences for our guests. We're just growing, so we are.
1: Uh, um, What fascinates me is that I'm talking to a Roman and it seems to me that uh, Italy is on a roll right now. Um, look at your football and I can see you smiling because you wanted to be a footballer when you were a little boy. Look at the power of AC Milan and all your other teams. Look at the power right now of Italian politics. This is the time for Italy, Italian fashion, well, Italian food, and Italian hospitality. You actually came up through the food side,
2: didn't you? I did indeed, and... uh you know, to, to, to your comments, I did want to be a, a football player, I just don't think I was ever a good one, uh, it, it was pretty much of a dream, and certainly not set on my skills, and uh, yes, it's been a great uh, summer here for Italy, many different ways, you know. We ended up being the fastest uh, in the other meters, something you would not expect from Italians. But when it comes to hospitality, it's exciting to see what's happening in the country. So many brands coming up, uh, opening up luxury, international luxury brands. You know, Italy it's always been a closed market. It took some time for some of those brands uh, to have a presence in the country. And when it comes to my background, yes. I. Um, I was meant to, you know, I studied IT engineering, I was graduating in a very different side of the business and uh, I started working as a casual and met with, uh, with a young man at the point called Einzbeck. They were uh, non-Michelin stars, there was... There was no recognition. It was a very young chef that just, so left, you, Munich.
1: So just so left Munich. So you, so you, you actually got together with Heinz Beck, um, that uh, German who's become Italian and who yes. and, and who was the first person to. Um, get uh get to get three michelin stars for a hotel in uh, italy which he still holds of course in your native city of rome can we talk about food and capella and its sibling brands patina um yeah what is your food philosophy in the
2: Capella group? So we, we have a slightly different approach between the two brands. Capella It's positioned itself in really offering premium for the beverage experiences. And if you look at our existing portfolio, we have an incredibly successful restaurant in Shanghai, which is a a partnership and collaboration with Pierre Gagnier. We have uh, another beautiful restaurant that was just awarded a Michelin star in Bangkok in a partnership with Mauro Colagreco. We are in the process of opening, uh, from, uh, or renovating, and then reopening our restaurant in Singapore, which will also be a partnership with Colagreco. So, we we tend to work. Uh, with some of the best chefs in the market, we tend to work with different operators. Uh, we really leverage the expertise of those that have been successful in their craft uh, for Capella, and you will see in many of our properties we approach that uh, philosophy. Uh, Patina, I know it's a new brand for us, it's, uh, it's a new hotel just opening the Maldives. Uh, and has been incredibly successful uh, in many ways and uh, even for food and beverage. We have uh, nine, 10 outlets, which by standard, you know, it's a large number of restaurants for a, an island in the Maldives, and all of them receive great feedback. And uh, for the first time ever, we introduce what is going to be a concept that we'll reproduce in our future patina, a plant-based concept.
1: Ah, Uh, yes. Now, you are the first hotel group to do this. We do have individual properties. There's one in Dubai that has a Matthew Kenny plant-based. There is another hotel in Beverly Hills that has a corner of plant-based in its main restaurant tell me about your plant-based concept
2: who your partner so, is So no roots is actually it's a non-made concept it's uh, own grown and really the the idea is to, we didn't want to have traditional labels. We, it's not a vegetarian restaurant. It's not a vegan restaurant. It's a plain based restaurant that really relies on the local produce, on what we can uh, grow. Uh, and we grow some of the products in the Maldives. But if we look at the upcoming Capella, and let's say if we open in different markets, the idea is to adapt the concept to the local cuisine, to the local produce available. So it's not a defined concept, it's a defined philosophy. We know our plant base and it's more for guests to experience a different type of cuisine. We don't want to be labeled for a certain type of customer. It is for everyone that just want to try a different type of cuisine and it will very much take into account you know, what's available in the market and what is the local palate and the local taste
1: now actually plant-based is hot stuff at the moment if we look at the financial markets plant-based is losing its luster because too many of the big producers too many of the big uh, food conglomerates are getting into it do you think that plant-based attracts customers to come and stay at one of your properties rather than staying somewhere else?
2: I don't think that plant-based alone. Plant-based is an offering that we see the type of customers that will stay in one of our properties or a patina a customer that travel with purpose, Mary, their customers that are looking for an overall different experience, uh, they want to somehow connect with the environment, they want to be part of it, they want to be uh, they want to see some change and plant based is one of the many different ways you do that and you contribute to an overall cost. And we see that with uh, the type of customers that would choose a patina hotel as a destination.
1: How does the typical customer vary From a capella to a patina.
2: In capella, we see um, multi generational, and it's a different type of offering. You know, capella has certainly always been a leisure destination, uh, longer stay, uh, multi generation, three generation family. We start seeing more and more, you know, couples coming with their children as well as the grandparents and spending their time. Uh, Maybe more uh, traditional luxury, where we still really craft the experience. Patina it's, uh, it's really uh, it's the customer that travels with purpose. It's about perpetuality, it's about work and play. We see more of the current travel going longer periods, mixing work and fun, but at the same time, wanting to understand the environment, wanting to contribute to the cause, uh, wanting to be able to really engage with within a sense of community or privacy, uh, privacy if it's necessary. So it's different demographic, but in a more sophisticated lifestyle.
1: How can you enable these uh, sophisticated lifestyle enthusiasts to interact with communities, Let's say in the Maldives or in Sanya where there's going to be a beautiful patina.
2: In, in the Maldives, uh, we actually created, the hotel is designed in a way where if you are seeking your traditional privacy in your Maldives villa, you can have that. But then we have designed this whole part of the island to be a beach club. In a beautiful beach club where you can interact with different customer activation, uh, we have several partnerships uh, with artists, uh, including a uh, James Turrell Pavilion. We have uh, we have uh, multiple activities from uh, you know tennis classes to some of the partners that we use in the properties like ACOLS. Acels it's uh, it's our amenity producer that basically ships all our bathroom amenities in pill form, so we use need completed the packaging and then the amenities gets reconstituted on island.
1: Hold on a moment, Um, your excellent teams on the Maldives uh, receive a batch of pills that they then reconstitute.
2: Reconstitute into um, different traditional bath amenities, either it's your, you know, your conditioner, your shampoo, and the whole collaboration between uh, this brand called ACOLS and Patina, it was very much to reduce the carbon footprint and the packaging and the wastage that will come. So really larger container, but most importantly, less packaging, uh, lighter in transportation costs. And it's one of the many partners that we use on the property uh, that really have an impact. We try to source all the product that we purchase and the property itself was built with a lot of technique that will have very little impact on the overall uh, of the environment that was built on. So, and it's very important because it's very much part of, uh, the DNA of the brand.
1: How many patinas do you hope to have, let's say five years from now?
2: It's like you, it's like I knew you were asking the question because I was actually looking at, I was looking at the potential <laughs> development pipeline for patina. I would say operating, um, maybe eight to 10 and, uh, potentially another five, um, more 5 to 10 in development. And we see, we, see a lot of, we, we see a lot of interest in the brand. I must say the property in the mold is really set by high, help us to do a great launch of the brand. Uh, and it's a great, really a flagship for us. We see a lot of interest in different markets with Patina. It's a different alternative offering to what, what Capella normally would be.
1: Right, you are at the moment, you are a European in charge of a brand that is based in Singapore and stretches west as far as the Indian Ocean at the moment, and it goes east as far as Shanghai. When are we going to see Capella Group actually moving into... Europe and the Middle East and the great US of A?
2: So I would say you will start seeing us first of all next year we will enter in Australia with our uh, Capella Sydney opening and then uh, the following years we will will see us going a little bit farther east than Shanghai and then Middle East within the next three years we will have a presence in Middle East. And I would say as it is right now, in the next five years, you will start seeing us in Europe and the USA.
1: Yippee, because it does seem that what you have is actually universal for an ageless population, for people who want lifestyle with a bit of edge. If we think of all the elements, we have already touched on sustainability, we haven't touched on conversions, but look what you've already done in Shanghai, taking old shop houses, and look what you're doing in Sydney when you're converting the old education building. And we haven't touched on the wellness that you have. Um, Indeed. Because I'm looking at a very well and fit Italian, What's the secret to Capella and Patina's wellness,
2: Cristiano? So, and and just to uh, to touch base, and thank you Mary again. um, On the wellness side, exciting, uh, and you probably see it because it's been announced recently, we are opening our first um, hotel in Korea in Yang Yang and it's going to be our first uh, luxury wellness resort. Uh, Yang Yang will have an extensive offering uh, into the wellness. We as an as organization are in the, the process of refreshing our Auriga brand, which was our original wellness brand with Capella. And then uh, and uh, we launched with the opening of Patina and the this Flow, which is our wellness uh, offering for Patina. A little bit different, Auriga has always been about journeys, constellation we very much adapt our treatments around the natural movement of the planet and really throughout the phases of the day flow it's a little bit more about natural beauty fitness uh, a little bit more in symbiosis with the with the body and the overall the day today
1: well thank you so much cristiano rinaldi for sharing the story of capella and what it is today and it's two brands and taking it forward and interestingly next episode i'm also talking to somebody who is looking after two brands stephen alden is the big boss of accor's raffles and also it's soon to be orient express hotels can't wait to have you, all of you, join me to hear Stephen Alden, Mr. Luxury, talking about raffles especially, with a little bit of Orient Express coming in too. See you then. Bye for now.
0: You've been listening to the Mary Gostolo Girl Ahead podcast produced by Allmont Global in partnership with Forbes Travel Guide and the Sharecare Health Security Verification Solution and brought to you by Jetex. Wherever in the world you need to travel, Jetex offers expert solutions and guidance to make seamless global connectivity possible even in the most challenging times. Join us next week for another exciting insight into the world of luxury travel. And don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about the show.